Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. Tara is an 18-year-old here for her college physical, but Tara looks concerned. She leaves for college in a few weeks, and while she's been sexually active in the past, she is currently not in a relationship, and she's not using any form of contraception. But she does report that she had a sexual encounter two days ago without using any contraception or condoms and doesn't remember when her last menstrual period was. So she asks you to help her with emergency contraception. How should we counsel her? Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Susan Feeney, Associate Professor and Associate Dean of Advanced Practice Programs at the Tan Ching Fen Graduate School of Nursing at the UMass Chan Medical School. Ah, Susan, the life of an 18-year-old, emergency contraception. Uh, Yeah, and having worked in college health, this is like... You know, it's hard not to be the mother going, what were you thinking? Not just mothers that think that. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Um, But this is such a common, it's so common. So the the common types, the most most common one is levonorgestrel 1.5 milligrams, which is um, plan B. It's a progesterone um, preparation. Eulopristol is also available. That is a, a basically a uh, progesterone um, modulator. And then you can also insert an IUD, but clearly that's going to be a little more of uh, invasive and take more planning to do. But the levonorgestrel is, is easy to take and it's it's widely available in some, some states. Um, both of these medications can be taken up to 120 hours after unprotected intercourse. So they're available. And and we're in a we have a good window with them. It's not like it has to be within yeah. a day or two, right? Absolutely. Um, and and basically, these work by um, delaying or blocking the luteinizing hormone surge. So it it actually blocks ovulation. So that's very cool, unless if you have unprotected sex after ovulation, then there's a very high chance of failure. So you can see why these two medications can be difficult, especially in a case like Tara, and many young women don't really may not know when they're ovulating. And it's also, even if you, some women will can you know tell you, I think I'm ovulating because I have pain on that side, you can't be 100% sure. So there's a high risk of failure. So, um, you know, what to do to really make sure this is a, a successful emergency contraception is the question. All right. So emergency contraception can be taken up to five calendar days after unprotected intercourse. Um, But the risk of failure goes up if they've already ovulated. Is there any way we know to improve the efficacy? Well, yes, there is. There was a recent study out of Hong Kong that looked at uh, at 860 women, broke them into two groups, and it was a randomized controlled trial, double-blinded, uh, where they gave one group who'd had unprotected sex, they gave them levonorgestrel and a placebo, and then the research arm got levonorgestrel with 40 milligrams of 
which is a cyclooxygenase inhibitor, uh, which is an, an NSAID and uh, an antiprostaglandin. And they found some significance uh, in preventing uh, pregnancy. The arm that used paroxicam there was, uh, that prevented 94.7 of expected pregnancies compared to the placebo arm, which had a 63.4% of prevented pregnancies. So, uh, and again, they didn't really, it was, it was just women who came in who'd had uh, unprotected intercourse, and this within 72 hours of their um, encounter. So that's really great news. That's very interesting. So um, why adding paroxicam? Well, paroxicam of all of this type of drug is one of the longest acting. And it's, as I said, it's an antiprostaglandin. And prostaglandins are implicated in ovulation, fertilization, tubal function, and actually in embryo implantation. So if you can block this, it would be helpful for a woman who's um, has is post ovulation and has had unprotected intercourse. So it 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 is a great adjunct to the um, progesterone med. Awesome. And you know, one dose of of paroxicam is, is relatively safe. Um, there there's always been this literature about the, its their adverse effects. Do you want to mention them? Sure. So there's a black box warning for all for all of these. Um, cyclooxygenase inhibitors, people are more familiar maybe with celecoxib or, um, or with meloxicam. But there is a risk of serious cardiovascular thrombotic events, myocardial infarct and stroke. Um, and that, you know, any of these medications also can have serious gastrointestinal worry of, of obviously, because of the antiprostaglandin, they're more apt to have a GI bleed. But one dose is usually not associated with these types of, of uh, events. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, a person looking for um, for uh, emergency contraception, their risk for having a GI bleed or a cardiac event is extremely, extremely low. All right. So this is a great study. It's very informative. Um, how are we going to help Tara today? Well, there's so many things I want to tell Tara. Uh, so the first thing is I definitely want to, you know, encourage her to get the the plan B, and also I write a prescription for paroxicam and instruct her to take them together. Um, and that, you know, to be watching for her period and that there's always a chance that she still could get pregnant, but that that would be, uh, her chances will be decreased significantly if she does that. And she's within, she's within 120 hours. So that can be, that can happen. Um, I also want to talk to her about, you know, her STI risk. Um, and, and really, if she's going off to college, talk to her about effective birth control. Uh, so there's a lot that needs to be discussed. So I will probably ask her, since she's, she's not going to school for a couple of weeks, I will ask her to come back. And uh, we can have that discussion and set her up for an IUD emplacement if she's interested or put her on some sort of oral contraception and talk to her about some sort of uh, prophylactic treatment or do some STI testing before she goes off. All those are great points and exactly what Tara really needs when, when, when a patient engages us. This is one of those tipping points or unique opportunities where we could strongly intervene. Thank you, Sue. This is great. My pleasure. Practice pointer. Preventing unwanted pregnancies is important and advocating for effective and reliable methods are imperative. Consider adding a long-acting cyclooxygenase inhibitor to levonorgestrel as emergency contraceptive to increase efficacy of that treatment. Join us next time where we discuss new methods to help the prevention 
of STI Transmission. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out primed.com for additional CME content.